All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I think I want a muffin. I think I'm going to take the chocolate almond muffin, please. There you go. Sometimes the pre-show banter is really good and really funny, and other days it's just Jay ordering a muffin. I hate to break the fishing news after Amchuk, but I'd like to speak about the ice hockey. Congratulations, you're one of the 13 listeners of the Real Life Podcast. We just traded a migraine in for, like, an orgasm. Might want to mark that down. Yep. All of my projects are on schedule until they're not. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts. About as funny as we're going to get today. Episode 245 of the Real Life Podcast. I have no clue if that's right. I wrote down 255, but I think I meant to write down 245. Welcome to the Real Life Podcast. I'm Tyler Rumtrek. Wanye's here. Bag Milk. Jay as well. I uh, got a ton of exciting stuff to get to. Obviously, Oilers training camp talk. We are drinking the Kool-Aid. By the end of this hour, I fully intend to be drunk off that Oilers Kool-Aid. We're going to be joined by our friend Scott Hastings, NFL Super Wildcard Weekend. How can you get an early leg up when it comes to betting in the NHL? We'll get to that with Scott. We got a listener profile brought to you by our friends at Oodle Noodle, who also sponsor this podcast. Shout out to Oodle Noodle. Also, juicy Oodle Noodle gossip coming up. Exclusive for just you, oh. the real-life mm. listener. So we're going to dig into I've got, that. I've, I've got some current gossip I actually want to add. So okay. some of the perks of being behind the scenes at Oodle Noodle is a lot of product testing, new product testing, experimenting. Mm-hmm. And we have been long after trying to find a relevant dessert to offer through Oodle Noodle. And by God, you know, we were trying to outsource it. I think, I think Sonny, our founder, got tired of us, of us trying to outsource it. And he's just like, screw it. I'm going to figure it out for you guys. Come out to the factory today and taste what I make for you. What? It was a banana spring roll. Ooh. Oh, 
Oh, with chocolate and drizzle potentially. Fuck. Oh yeah, it's, there's gonna be two mm. options: chocolate drizzle or uh, frosted, um, not frosted icing, um, uh, powdered sugar. Oh. Ooh, and and oh yeah, like I'm like uh, I was just like oh I'm so happy. I'm like I've been this excited about a new item in so long. I'm like this is exactly what we need. Them? Yeah, so you'll be making yeah. them, which is even better, right? That's more. It meets more of our mandate. So stay tuned because we have to figure out how to make them at scale, but. Holy shit. It was good. So I'm I'm high off of fried food. So it's trying a couple other fried items. But uh, yeah, stay tuned. Noodles, one day when you're good coming. When you're good, your Ramchuck one day, we'll take you to the Oodle Noodle Spring Roll Factory, which is an actual place down the street from the Oodle Noodle Noodle Factory. But only if you're good. I'm trying to envision what it looks like in my mind. It's like Willy Wonka's chocolate factory, but the Oompa Loompas have spring rolls. <clears throat> so is there a chance I die on this trip? I would say it's almost guaranteed. Interesting. You're going to get sucked up into the pipe, Augustus Gloop. <laughs> I'm going to come out as a human spring roll at some point yeah. on my trip to the factory. The dream. 14 <laughs> locations in Edmonton. 15 is coming soon to Fort Saskatchewan. I'm very excited for that to open, and then I can come up with a new line to say every time I read the ad. Uh, we're also brought to you by Twig and Berries, but we'll get into that more a little bit later. Um, also on my list of topics, I have something to bring up about a coyote that I keep driving by. And I kind of want to do that right off the bat. I don't know if any of you guys will be able to answer this question. I don't know very much about animals and nature, but I would imagine one of our listeners does. Um, So for the past, I'd say three weeks now, either on my drive to work or my drive home, pretty consistently, like almost every day, at some point I am seeing a coyote in the same 100 meter stretch of Ray Gibbon Drive. Wow. Wow. Is this the same coyote I'm seeing? Like, would it have a den around there? Is that possible? Or am I seeing, like, two or three different coyotes on, like, you know, like, what are the Let chances? Let me ask you a few questions. Number one, are you on peyote? This may be a spirit animal. So, <laughs> so you are not on peyote. No. Are you sure that this animal exists, or is it only in the spirit realm? This may I'm... be the ancestor of a Uremchak visiting you with wise, sage advice. Maybe. But I'm pretty sure this is a real coyote. Chances are it's just near some garbage and it's attracted to the garbage that it's eating. Yeah, there's like either a, 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 a unfortunately a dead animal garbage or what you're experiencing is similar to what I experienced in my back alley. And you got someone dropping off food in the right place every day, right? Attracting the coyote. So, but my question is, do do we think this is the same coyote I'm, yeah. I've been seeing every day for the last three weeks? Yeah. Three weeks as well. Are they that territorial? Yeah. They wouldn't leave? Yes. Okay. Yes. Creatures of habit. They will stick near, but they don't have pups at this time of year. They don't? I don't think so. Isn't that a spring thing? I don't know. It depends on when they get freaky. You know when the coyote wants to get his business in. Yeah. Um, so maybe like maybe at this time in like six months, I'll see like the family of coyotes. I'll get to meet the family. Or maybe in six months, you'll be driving by with your own family. Wouldn't that be a plot twist? My biggest fear is one day I will be driving to work and I'll see a dead coyote on the side of the road. Oh, and I'll be yeah. like, shit. I'll, like, I'll be sad. I have a bit of a connection. I give him a little head nod I when I drive by. Oh. Did you name him? No, no name yet. So I will also take Shane suggestions. Mm, no. Tempo Numinen. Nice. That's a good coyote. Did you, know, did you know that coyotes can run 64 kilometers an hour, Tyler? So he could, I mean, the speed limit on that road is 60. So he could, if I was going the speed limit, he could keep up with me. That's he pull him over. He can get a speeding ticket on the yeah. Ray Gibbon. Mm-hmm. Did I tell you about my super embarrassing Ray Gibbon driving story? Did I do that on this podcast? Hit it. No. So, um, 
I plugged in my car for the first time the other day overnight. This was about Why? this was about ten days ago when it, it was cold overnight once. So I was responsible. So I'm driving to work, driving, driving, driving. And like one guy kind of gave me a weird look. And then a guy in a blue car pulled up next to me at a light and was kind of staring at me. And I was like, that's weird. Why are these people looking at me? So I sped off the light and got away from him. And then he pulled up to me at another light. And at this point, I've been driving for about between 10 to 15 minutes, somewhere in that range. You had a tail. Yep. Car was plugged in the whole damn time. And I I drove through St. Albert, basically completed the entire Ray Gibbon drive. With this, with my fucking cord fishing behind me, and the guy finally pulled up to me at a light and like shook his head and pointed down, and I looked at him. And I was like, "Why are you pointing down, you weirdo?" Like, okay, uh, and I kept so driving. Yeah, and then I eventually saw it behind me, and I was like, "Son of a bitch!" So I had to like awkwardly oh. pull over and like wrap the cord up on the side of the road. God, that's embarrassing. I feel so embarrassed when I forget to close my gas cap, like uh, the the gas cap door, and I drive and I'm like, "Well, Pat, like." five, ten minutes away from the gas station, I look at my mirror and I see it's open. I'm like, everyone must think I'm the biggest fucking idiot going. The at least you haven't trust. done, at least you haven't done, you know, gas nozzle still in the Ooh. truck and driven away. Yeah, that's a, that's an expensive mistake, I think. That's a, that's a tough look also. Yeah, that would be a bad one. I once had a pylon in a gas station parking lot. Um, my favorite thing probably- I've ever seen at a gas station was a guy overshot the pump a little bit from where his from where the the nozzle goes mm-hmm. so he's just like no problem and he went to back up unfortunately he uh dumb and dumbers did or no that was tommy boy i think where he backed up with his door open oh, and it hit no. that it hit oh. that big yellow Damn, that sucks. thing mm-hmm. and it just pulled the door clean off his car i've you never seen anything like that. yeah i've never seen anything what like was that his reaction? he just kind of did through the hands on the head as you would expect <laughs> looked skyward and just kind of like he did the pace pace back and forth he did laps around the car hands on the head like a like a player scoring on his own net like fuck that just happened patrick said himself set the car on fire walk away (laughs) move on okay but so what kind of was it a truck no it was was a car it was like a i would say probably like an old one of those long boat cars from back in the 80s i would say so would you just like pick up the door I guess you have to and like put it in the back seat and like just drive to wherever you have to go next like, like Ricky I honestly don't know what my play would be if I did that I think that's what you do just you rip the other door off and you're like California forever this is a surf it's truck it's a, truck. a yeah. jeep yeah. damn yeah. right check out my jeep oh you rock a drawer in your car you lame I'd make it yeah. a move yeah put drive a surfboard on top you're gold yeah. play it out yeah, I don't know what I would do in that situation. That would really rattle me, obviously. How hard, like, how expensive, like, granted, I'm assuming there's a bit of damage done to it, but, like, how hard is it to get a door put back on? Was that, like, a $2,000 mistake, a $500 mistake? Like, what range was that in, I'd wonder? Well, I think if you're describing the vehicle you're describing, I believe you've written off your car. <laughs> yeah, we're talking, like, a big, big fucking boat from the 80s. Yeah. I, I remember so when... That- You'd have to go to the car museum and find a door. Or yeah. time travel. To put back on. Or time travel, yeah. You can't just put it back on, though? It's not a Lego you bend car. shit back. Like, yeah, it's all bent backwards and, like, yeah. yeah. You know, look like, on his face at it all, you know? You know, that SO your ad, you know that SO ad that's showing every 30 seconds in World Junior with the three people throughout yeah. the ages? Okay, I watched that ad 20 times. Didn't clue in that it was a continuation of the family. 
I just like was, thought it was like three different people rolling up to Esso's, right? And I'm like, why is that guy still rocking like an old school 80s uh, so, uh, station wagon? And I'm like, oh my God, never mind. Tim, <laughs> that's good. Good thing I'm not on Twitter during the world. You're not on Twitter anymore? No, no, I am. Oh. I haven't been on Twitter since the oh. Oilers were out. And honestly, throughout all this craziness of the election and all this wild shit happening, why is having going on? Yeah, not having yeah. been on Twitter, man. Honestly, I don't miss it. Like, I'll come back for when the season starts. Yeah, you you need to be back on next week. But it's a fucking cesspool, man. <laughs> Jesus, I do not miss Twitter. Yeah, it's, it's weird right now for me to like watch Twitter and look through the nation's Twitter because if you look at just the main feed, people are talking about current events, current events, current events. Ooh, training camp, and then it's just like a very weird mix. That's on my home feed right now. Yeah, it's like historic event, like history being made. This, this, this. Up, oh, Kahuna skating. Interesting. <laughs> the, the Western world may be ending, but Kahuna's back on the ice. Yeah. Uh, speaking of thing, interesting things that were tweeted out during training camp today, you guys see that McDavid overtime winner in the scrimmage? Hoo-wee! You still got Not, it. Not yet, got it. but I will. Oh, fuck uh, you. The Oilers sent it out. It was dry saddled to McDavid, scoring in overtime. You know who tied the game late for Team Blue? Your boy, yes, Apulia Yarvi. So he's in fine is form. Is that Connor's favorite goal of his career today? Probably, I would imagine. Top I, would five think of, I can't think of a bigger goal. Um, I just love how happy Apulia is. He just genuinely looks happy. Never in my they, life have I seen a, someone other than Comrie swim against the stream and come back. I, I love the fact that he's here, fresh start, fresh number. So, yeah. Uh, Jim Matheson, who I love. Like, I am a big Jimmy Matheson fan. I Absolute legend. Uh, I've gotten to be in a few scrums with him at Oil Kings games. He makes life very easy because he's a great reporter. Hall of Famer, I believe. Uh, but that take is not a great take, saying that, you know, Puglia Yarvi. His take, his take on Twitter was, Puglia Yarvi should not be wearing 98 because it's too close to Gretzky. And that's Gretzky's number. <laughs> Wow. Also, okay. Connor, Jim, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, so Connor's allowed to wear 97. That's It's two away. It's two degrees from yeah. I think you've got wears. a serious set of finished balls on you to wedge your number between Gretzky and Connor. Yeah. yeah. Like, I think yeah. that's probably a little bit extra pressure we don't need. This is Ken Holland bringing him back, right, your M-Track? Like, he smoothed it all over? Yeah. Fuck, I bet you he would have saved Neil Yakupov's career if he was GM. You wonder what competent management could have done for, for young Nail Yakupov. If they're willing to take a fourth pick overall that's basically gone and friend him back into the boat, they would have tried with the first pick overall for sure. Absolutely. They would have kept Derek Roy. Yeah. Tyler, you have a Pooley Army jersey, don't you? Yeah, it's in the closet right behind me, number 98. It's a white one. Well, what well, are you going to do with that changed. now? It's vintage. Keep rocking it. Um, yeah. I mean, for this year, it's irrelevant because there'll be no fans at games, so I won't be wearing it to any games. Um, but, yeah, I'll keep rocking it. I think it's kind of cool. It's vintage. I almost had a number 39 Pooley RV jersey because at the time, I was still working at the jersey shop, right? And we do custom jerseys, but the rule when customers order is that we can't put the name and number on the back until they play a game. I convinced my boss. I'm like, come on. I, I really want this for the start of the year. Like, just let me break the rules this once. Mm-hmm. So uh, mm-hmm. I fill out the form. Puglia Yarvi, number 39, because that's what he was wearing at camp. I send it away. Then, like, six days later, I check my phone. It's like, Puglia Yarvi will wear 98. And I had to, like, go. My boss was so mad at me because I had to, like, call the company and be like, hi, we have an order we have to change. And they hated when you did that. It was a whole thing. Um, but I almost had to get stuck with the number 39 Puglia Yarvi. I'm sure I there's a few of them the out there. Yeah. 
Yeah, Yakupov 64. I have bad. one. I have a fucking Yakupov 64, and I don't regret it. He That's still sweet. could surprise you. <laughs> no time. <laughs> Where's he playing now? The AHL of the KHL? He's bounced around the K so much now. Good, He's on like his good. 15 think, in two years. Good. Yeah, I was going to say, I think he got traded four times in a, four times in a calendar year. Perfect, yeah. perfect. As long as he wears 6'4", eventually, we're all right. I was looking at, uh, I found it interesting that Pugliarvi chose number 13. And uh, looking back at the history of the number, not a very, uh, <laughs> it's, we a, got? it's a wild list. Not a very accomplished number. Did Hopefully Robert Nielsen wear 13? Yeah. He, uh, no, he was number 12. Ah. What? He wasn't thir- no, Ger- no, that was, that was, yeah, Germont Kitov did. Andrew Cogliano wore yeah, 13 Coggy at the time. Did. It Todd goes, Harvey did. Prick. Ken, it goes Ken Lindsman started oh, yeah. off. Back also in the, the rat. Risto Yalo. Yalo? Rest in peace. Uh, Germont Kitov. Not rest in peace. Todd Harvey in the 06 Cup run. Cogliano uh, wore for three years. Then... Former third overall pick, Cam Barker. Damn it. Mike Brown. I remember him having a hell of a stack. I have a... Mike Brown. So Mike Brown, I remember when he was on the Oilers, I was doing driver's training at the time. And and the guy who was teaching me driver's training in the car would love to talk about the Oilers. And his big thing that year where they were fucking terrible was this offseason, they need to go get a few more guys like Mike Brown. And I remember yeah. being 16, being like, are you fucking insane? Like, <laughs> But I can't say that to you because you're my driver's training instructor, and that would make for some awkward hours in the car together. But he yeah. he loved Mike Brown. I always remember him. We signed Darcy Hortichuk. Yeah. Well, from Mike Brown, they went to Steve Pinizzato. That gets you uh-huh. Mojo going for number 13. Claimed on waivers from the Florida Panthers. Lil D wore it up next. David DeHarnay and his the brief best. hit. That playoff goal made him be retired. Dead. Yeah, he should be retired. True. Mike Camilleri in his brief stint with the Oilers in 2018. I forgot. Then, I forgot about Camilleri until I saw mm-hmm. that. Hey, but if we didn't have Camilleri on the Oilers, I mean, we wouldn't have this clip. He's a hot guy. That's Bob Cole talking about Mike Camilleri. Mm-hmm. And then uh, before Pugliari, we wrapped it up with Jay Downton wearing uh, number 13 in 2019. Wow. Or Jay, uh, Jason Harrison, if you will. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> with a rich, rich history like that, it is amazed it hasn't been retired. Yeah, I know it is. A, it is a wild number. That's Pulley Army coming in hot. New number, third number in four seasons. Oh, you remember well, Taylor? Remember away. Taylor Hall bag though? Remember that? Oh. Who's that? He wore thirteen. Oh yeah. Oh, did he ever? <laughs> what proud tradition? <laughs> what is Taylor Hall excited about going into Taylor Hall wore thirteen? Your M. Chuck. Briefly. Before Kevin Lowe let him take the four. Yeah. Tyler is staring at the camera only, blankly. maybe? Because one plus three equals four. So yeah. he wore that until Kevin Lowe gave him the blessing. Yeah, in training camp. <laughs> Tyler's not And I think his first three games as an oiler. Okay. That could be. Uh, I'll tell you what he's looking forward to. Nine million bones. No, he's looking forward to nothing. Every eight. two weeks. He's looking is forward to eight? nothing. Yeah. He's... A team that wouldn't give him more than one year. Because he didn't fan want base it. couldn't be more apathetic. Man. Oh, you know what? I think Buffalo don't shit be on Buffalo. Okay, yeah, Buffalo. Buffalo. I'm trying to shit on Taylor okay. Hall. I don't give a fuck about Buffalo. They can piss off for all I care. Go Bills. I just think Taylor Hall in this. Well, I don't know. Could be that they're first or last. Who knows? It's hard to say. I Boy, is Taylor Buffalo. Hall crumbs. I think Taylor Hall's on in a on a really good line. I think that line he's on has the potential to be one of the best lines in hockey. Like Eichel is. 
Eichel gets a bad rap, man, but that guy's a top, easily top 10 oh, NHLer. Eichel's good. And Eichel's good. you put him with a guy like Taylor Hall who can also drive play and Victor Olofsson on that other side. Like he's, he can shoot. He can fucking shoot. So I just think that's a really, really interesting trio. I think they all bring something yep. a little bit different to that line. That line could be good. Buffalo's blue line, Rasmus Dahlin. They got some interesting pieces there. Yeah, Between the pipes, Dahlin. I don't love them, but... Dominic Hatter's back. You're not don't a Hatter fan? Hmm? Don't forget Jeff Skinner's back. He's a 40-goal scorer. Uh, I, I, no, I don't like Jeff Skinner. Pirouetting. You don't think Jeff Skinner can score 40 goals? No, I'm... Historically, act- he has. Yeah, historically, he did it, I think, what, once? And then he got a huge contract in Buffalo. Hasn't been great since, and now he's not going to be playing with Jack Eichel. Um, yeah, I'm not a hey, big... I just want Jack Eichel and Taylor Hall to collide open ice and just turn into a firework, and that's the end of both of them. Pow! Jeff Skinner's been, over his career, pretty inconsistent. 31 wow. goals in his rookie you year. You are... you. Like, do you know him at a personal level? Like No. You, 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 you hate Jeff Skinner. Well, so he he scores thirty seven one year in Carolina. Follows it up with twenty four. Big dip. Scores forty His only knock is season. Okay. Well, that. But also this past year, or sorry, two years ago, he scores forty in Buffalo. Follows it up. He had fourteen goals last year in fifty nine games when the season was paused. I mean, you so have- he has scored. He has scored thirty seven <laughs> in one season and forty in one season. And you want to argue that he's not a forty goal scorer? And the seasons in between that are twenty four and fourteen. He needs to play with a skilled centerman and or an elite centerman, and he's not going to really get that chance because all of have you not buckle. seen him pull off a quadruple axle at the top of the circle? <laughs> Remember when that not? guy booted Taylor Hall in warm up? <laughs> I believe that was Corey Potter, wasn't it? That was yeah, that was Corey Potter. Should retire his jersey. That top five memories for me in the decade of darkness. Bam! Didn't Corey Potter wear number forty four? He did. Thirteen. Yeah. Thirteen. 13. Yep. Everyone yeah, worth 13. 13. We yeah. are all 13. We are all <laughs> lucky in the decade of darkness. Why right. don't they ever let an NHL player have a zero? I would love NBA to players get to wear a zero? I'd like a double zero. Other Throw sports do it. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I don't know why I'm against it, but I am. I just, I don't know. I, I, I can't articulate why, but... Some people would I say just, zero is not a number. Well, yeah. mathematicians would disagree. What if you're playing roulette, homie? You hit that double zero. Everybody's having a good time. You bet on it, of course. Boom. <laughs> you got to play the European roulette where there is no double zero, just the zero. Just an umlock. Increase your odds. Mm. Yep. Uh, the belly bookcase. We got a few things to get to. Um, oh, well, bring us back on the rails. Good luck. Yeah, we we were look- just getting to things. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. We uh, were talking hockey. Here, I'm showing. I can't believe yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. That. Yeah, actually, I enjoyed it. <laughs> I, I kind of thought our season preview was going to be uh, next week, next Monday. I, I have some. Yeah, and, and it will be. We'll go. We'll go deep. We're going we'll really deep. break down the Oilers lineup and what, how will we think our PK percentage is going to be in this in this upcoming season. And, and I'm going to table my my goal of 2021, which is to somehow get a 4K camera in the Sabers locker room and record Eichel and Hall bitching about a Sabres loss to each other, about how unfair their lives are. <laughs> Taylor Hall. What an asshole. I'll bet you Taylor Hall's over a point a game this year. Ooh. Bet you I won't keep him warm when he's old and he has no fans. So. <laughs> uh, okay, we have a listener profile to get to. So I'm going to do that now. We head to Instagram, where our DM is from Sam Miller. He works in disability care. He studies environmental <laughs> science at university. 
Uh, A fun fact about him and his relationship with the Oilers. The Oilers went from a team he supported just to troll his housemate to his all-time favorite sports team. Uh, He started listening to the podcast in the second half of 2019, leading up to the 2019-2020 season. His favorite podcast moment is the Words with Friends with Benefits. Remember when I had an old lady girlfriend? No, that was good. That was good. Have you dumped her? She dumped me. Oh, and now I don't play right, words yikes. with friends anymore because it makes me too yeah, sad. Yeah, I noticed that. I yeah. noticed that part. You're in track. We just burned off. You're like eight and one against me, and then just stop playing words. Yeah. Uh, he also really enjoyed the conversation with Dusty Legrand and uh, the the collaborations you guys have been doing. Oh, cool. His least Dusty. favorite part of the podcast, which I didn't ask for, but he gave us anyways. Uh, <laughs> having to skip over the Big Brother section each week. He doesn't like that. But uh, Sam, I apologize. That's not going anywhere. We're going to keep doing that when Big Brother shows Summer content, up. man. We, yeah. have to, we have nothing else to talk about. Send us some ideas, though. We're open. Yep. Uh, I can't wait for Big Brother to start again. Oof, what do you yeah. think of that, Sam? His favorite so Oilers. Big Brother is all, I'm putting Big Brother on a short leash. It yeah, that be, last season was terrible. It, good, it was yeah. so bad. Like it was so bad. If it wasn't a pandemic, I wouldn't have stuck with it. So they got. They got. Gotta... Big Brother's going to come back. It ended very unceremoniously with self eviction, eviction. Big Brother Canada's coming back. It is yep. good. Remember the last season? How it was weird it was. They were just well, yeah. They just like they kicked out basically two people and gave no context as to what they did to merit the removal. It was Twitter spazzing, and a guy self-evicted, and then they had to end it because of the pandemic. <laughs> but the awkward part with last season of Big Brother Canada, and Sam, I'm sorry we're doing this in your listener profile. I you brought it up, this. Sam. You yeah, brought Sam, up you Big Brother. This is how the podcast goes. But, you plant a seed, and we will turn it into a weed real quick. I don't even remember the last two, because they did like the awkward final episode where they like dispersed everyone, and they all got called out of the house one by one to go catch their planes. And there were two people who like, it looked like they might have a showman's, they might not, but they were just really good friends. And you could tell Big Brother intentionally left them there until like the end of the episode, trying to hope they would get like a showmancy kind of moment because it was just like the two of them like cuddling on the couch with no one else in the house. And it didn't happen. That was a weird ending to Big Brother Canada. Uh, Sam's favorite Oilers moment. This ties in nicely. Number 13, David DeHarnay's OT goal against the Sharks. That is Sam, favorite. that's your favorite moment? Oh, boy, I don't oh, think he's boy. been a fan well, for very it, long. It, it, yeah, it's a, like in, in the last five years, that was a pretty oh, wicked top moment. Yeah. Oh. Uh, his right other up one, in the middle, right up Broad Street. He, yeah, uh, my second favorite moment is the Adam Lar- shirtless Adam Larson photo I posted today for the countdown. <laughs> oh, you cannot post that photo enough. His favorite sports memory outside of the Oilers, he once hit a parlay so big that when it came through at 5 a.m., he woke up the entire house. He was celebrating so hard. That's a fine parlay. And here is the twist at the end. He's never been to Edmonton or Canada. In fact, he's never even left Australia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, come on. And you don't want to hear Canadian Big Brother updates? Yeah. <laughs> what on earth? It all the makes audacity. sense. What is Sam's name on social? Uh, Sam's name, if you want to check him out on the Instagrams, is at S period M-L-L-R. So kind of like Sam Miller, but just S period M-L-L-R on Instagram. How in the sweet fuck? I'm going to follow him from the nation. I love it. I I bet you quietly, like we've converted some Aussies into some uh, Oilers fans and I'm damn proud of it. I like, I love that we've got the audience. We can uh, almost lay, we're not, I don't know if we're quite there yet, but I don't think Australia is at Peru level, 
of penetration. Wow, that'll be uh, but we're we're getting we're I think we're getting close. Hey Sam, how would you feel that I am deep diving on your Instagram right now? I see that he's playing some roller hockey yeah, on here. I want to know got Sam. A couple of Sam, can you send us just like how much roller hockey have you been playing? How long have you been a hockey fan in general? Are you improving? Like, I'd love to know How more about this. How the sweet fuck did you hear about anything we're doing? Oh, he's, he's, like, he's, he's got, got pictures playing, like, ice hockey and stuff. What's the ice hockey situation? Where's he from in Aussie? It looks like Brisbane. he takes photos of bands on here. Brisbane. We should send Joshy to go talk to him, Gabe. Well, Brisbane, I swear, is the Edmonton of Australia, uh, especially where it comes to Oilers fans. Prestige is from – Evan Prestige is from uh, is from Brizzy. Yeah. Josh Brown, obviously. Legend. Biggest ambassador, legend. Sam Brown, there. Legend. Just, of the twins. Yeah, just spreading the word of the Oilers. There, we're. I think. I think. I think you'd say Brisbane is an Oilers town. Wow. He's got a picture yep. up of Nathan Walker. Remember the Aussie that the Oilers oh, had? Yeah, yeah. yeah. that was a big deal, man. Oh yeah, a person like like he met Stanley him Cup winning. Yeah, Nathan Walker. Sam, if you can somehow connect us with Nathan Walker to get him on the podcast, we'd also appreciate that. So hold Sam, on, if you listen, Sam, Sam, listener, Sam, you, into you're making him do work for you. Yeah. Wow. This well, reminds I, me of that episode of The Simpsons when they yell at the Prime Minister and he's floating in somebody's pond. <laughs> uh, well, I, I actually have a request, Sam. If you want to send me a cherry ripe and a six-pack of Holland oh, nice. Super Dry, uh, we'll be forever friends. Cherry ripe, and you know what? If you're going to include those, send Jay some red frogs as well, and I'll pick those up in my soonest convenience. Yes, red frogs. I just got sent um, uh, something from the Aussies. It's these ginger gummy bears. Oh, uh, I can't remember what the fuck they're called. Budaberg or it's not Bundaberg. It's it's like very close to Bundaberg. Budaberg Ginger Co. or something. Those are legit. So if you want to sneak those into to the package, I'll accept. Them. So in conclusion, thank you for listening. Thank you for reaching out. We need you to contact Max Oiler and send Jason snacks, and we'll call it even. Yeah. And what's your number? Did he send his number? Did he yeah. Send his number? No, he didn't send a number. He's but, it's 10. It's 10. Yeah, it's always 10. Absolutely. And he's wearing those oh. tiny Australian shorts, I guarantee it. Oh, yeah. yeah. You guys. <laughs> go yeah. Brisbane Lions. Go uh, Brisbane Broncos. Okay, there you go. There's a listener profile brought to you by our friends at Oodle Noodle. <laughs> and uh, he did add that if he ever does get a chance to have Oodle Noodle, he would likely just order 100 green onion cakes. So the instincts are right. delicious? It doesn't even it's- make any sense. It's a, it's a power play, though. I would also order a hundred green on your cake. Telling you, Brisbane's like Edmonton. What's Bris- the max? Brisbaneans what's the max green, green onion, onion cakes. cakes you could eat in one sitting? Like if I give you like Six. an hour, oh. ten. In an hour, like an hour. You could eat ten in an hour. You I could. Can. Like I, I don't think you would feel like if you ate ten of anything, really. Well, the uh, competition, though. Yeah, you could. You could. You've eaten a dozen donuts, do. Jay, numerous times. You're talking about I, dozen donuts for lunch. That yeah, was my junior high treat. So you couldn't do. You don't think Sam, a Bris Vegas citizen, couldn't do ten green onion cakes? Yeah. I, think, I so. think he could. I've done yeah. four when I was hammered. Four without trying. I could eat like sixty spring rolls in an hour. Banana spring rolls. Oh, buddy, wait till those fucking come, man! I swear to God, they are so good. I'm thinking about the like the process of making these, like the amount of bananas we're gonna have to start ordering. We're now gonna be a big banana company. Look out, booster juice! Remember when we had our big debate about how many chicken nuggets you could eat in an hour? Was that on this podcast? Yeah, that was absolutely on this podcast because I remember this because I went golfing over the summer with uh, 
His name's Eric Sabrowski, big listener of the podcast, also a professional baseball player from uh, from Edmonton here. Um, yeah, he, he's in the Padres organization. And, uh, and he listens to this? Oh, yeah, he listens to it all the time. Sir, you need to, if you want to play in the MLB, you need to up all parts of your life. Yeah, you should be <laughs> to Joe Rogan. Uh, might I recommend Joe Rogan and Quentin Chicklet? <laughs> uh, but he said... He once ate 60 chicken wings while stone cold sober in an hour in uh, one sitting, which is insane. I'm, totally. That's how you totally become a doable. Padre. I've watched, I've watched a buddy do 60 wings in a sitting. No problem. Jeez. Totally doable, but you will have grease coming out of your pores. Yeah. The meat sweats were real. I remember. Like yeah. It's, yeah. You don't feel good after that, but that is very doable. Yeah, like, you check just to give you some context, I watched my buddy Mark do it. He's probably 6'5", just a tank of a man. He okay. crushed 60 wings, no problem. I ate, 11, though, I, I ate 11 McDonald's cheeseburgers once on a dare. Nice. At the mall? Where were you? What McDonald's? Uh, it was in the West End, the one by... Uh, Fantasyland? No, 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 no. The one by, like, Mayfield Common. I know by, like, someone whose identity I shall protect, who... Uh, when I first met them, would order, if we were drinking, like two cheeseburgers, one for now, and they would go to bed with the other one next to them. Oh, morning delight. It doesn't age well. No, when I was in high school, uh, McDonald's used to have like 49 cent cheeseburger Wednesday or something like that. Um, And I had a buddy whose dad would go and buy about 60 at a time and just throw them in his freezer. They would always what? have McDonald's cheeseburgers in their freezer. Can you imagine that That's fucker in the air fryer? Oh, man, that'd be good living. <laughs> I, I reheated pizza yesterday for the first time, Tyler, in the air fryer, and it is a game changer. It's like three minutes in the air fryer, and the cheese is melt. Like, it's fucking, mm, oh. It had a nice little crisp on it. Yep. It was lovely. It's unbelievable. Wow. Air fryers change everything. I had uh, leftover potato skins, and I threw them in the air fryer for like four minutes, and then I opened the air fryer, threw some more cheese on them, and stuck them back in the air fryer for like another minute. Unreal. Unreal. Big air fryer field guy, Tyler Remchuk. Yep. Do you ever go back to the radio, your Remchuk, and like bring up one of the topics that's relevant here, and they're just like, (laughs) why are you talking like that? Like, do you wish you're on the Low Tide show, you could just jump into an air fryer rant? Uh, We talk about air fryers a little bit on the lowdown. Um, we talk about nonsense a lot. He likes to grind my gears right now. He he's like, you're gonna get a dog soon, and he knows like how badly I. Oh yeah. I want I nothing to going. do with a dog. Um, but he's like, oh, we'll grind you down. We'll get you to one. But he knows it drives me nuts. Why don't you want a dog? They're lovely. Uh, dog, wedding, children, your end check. Yeah. I saw I saw a photo of Jay's dog hot dog sleeping in a bed like cute. a human. Frank yeah. does the same thing. He shared a pillow with me last night. It's lovely. If I could adopt the coyote I keep seeing on Ray Given Drive, I would do that. Um, but not could a you dog. Tame a coyote? That coyote is with you always. It's your spirit animal. Mm-hmm. Fair. Um, but no, I dogs, I don't know. One, I'm young. I don't want to have a lot of responsibilities. I, I like just being able to do whatever and not to take you're care of You're the oldest man on this podcast. You're at so home all the time animal age. anyways. Yes. Not really. And I don't know. I just... I just don't want a dog at this point in my life. It's not something. You give him a funny hockey guy. name. You call him Bark Matthew, aren't you? You're a cat guy. I had yeah, a cat, cat growing guy. up, and he died this year, so maybe I'm still grieving. Oh, yeah. Don't, don't you feel bad now, hey? I bet you have an animal in your apartment within a calendar year. I would bet so much money on that not happening. I bet the miss is going to start pushing for it here soon. She does, and I say mm-hmm. no, it's not happening. Mm-hmm. Happy or, wife, happy life, your M. Chuck. It's coming. Or if the, it was up to men, dogs would have died out tens of thousands of years ago. 
It's the ladies keeping the species alive. <laughs> no, dude love dogs. I'm a big dog guy. Yeah. I'm, I'm allergic a- to dogs and I have a dog. That's the other thing. My girlfriend's really allergic to dogs. So, like, what, our well, reacting bill is going to go through the roof? Are yeah, you kidding well, me? that's a legitimate reason not to have a dog. But she Here's wants one really bad. Uh, Every time she uh, says she wants a dog, you look at her and wiggle both your eyebrows and go, I'm all the dog you'll ever need, girl. Then start barking at her suggestively. She'll mm. stop. She'll <laughs> stop bringing it up. Yep. Or you'll have a kid from all that heat. Yep. That's, that's true. Sometimes I'll be like, we can get a cat. And she'll be like, sure, let's get a cat. And I say, but if we get a cat, no dog till the cat's dead. And then she goes, well, then no, let's not get a cat yet because she really wants a dog. Oh, dear. Yeah. Well, You're going to have a cat. Quite You're the game. Have a dog. We might have to consult with her to come up with a good game plan to trick you. Okay, yeah. but also, also, the where we live right now, like you open up the front door, then you have to go immediately up the stairs, right? And we don't have our own yard. So to get like a puppy that has to like go out and pee in the middle of the night and shit, like, I don't get wanna... one of those chairs they're always advertising for old people. Just get lower it from your balcony huh. via a harness. Yeah. Just get, get a, a little dog bucket. teach it to piss on pee pads. Yeah, man. Hot dogs, lower big, it from big, my big balcony with a harness. No, get yeah. a bucket. Like a, or a basket. steel bucket. And if it doesn't go in the bucket, put it in the bucket and just whip it into the earth. This is terrible. And then look at your old lady and go, I'm old, the dog, you'll ever Buy a what? dog-sized Zorb, put the dog in the Zorb, What's attach Zorb? a rope to the Zorb, throw the Zorb off the balcony, dog will land safe, bounce around a little bit, pee, hop back in the Zorb, wheel him back up, go to bed. Can you imagine the, the people Zorb? below me, like they have company over, and then like all of a sudden a dog just like comes down past their window, and they're like, oh my God, what's that? And my neighbor's like, ah, just the neighbor letting out his dog to piss. And like the dog gets yeah. wheeled back up. The harness I have a question. What is a Zorb? Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. You don't know what a Zorb is? No. Is it the plastic ball? There's those, those giant, like, yeah. inflatable balls that you go in the middle of, and they have a little bit of water. You put a little water in there, and then you go down rolling in a hill in them? In a pandemic, oh, we should all things. be in Zorbs. Yeah, uh, Zorb. I did it in New Zealand. I like Edmonton needs to have one of my big things. Edmonton needs more adventure tourism, and Zorbing would fall under adventure tourism. You should be able to Zorb at the Edmonton Ski Club. You, you would can, fucking love it. Or that, uh, that hill behind the Mutart. You just get a Zorb and roll your way down. That'd be good. Yeah, but, well, that's that's the Edmonton Ski Club. Uh, or you're thinking Connors Hill. Like, getting the Zorb back up the hill, like, you need to deal with the company because they have to drive it up. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be responsible to wheel that Zorb all the way back up to the top of the hill. Mm-hmm. I but I Zorbed in New Zealand, and it was fucking fun. Gonna bring us- if you think you're going to absorb yourself back up a hill, you're never going to get a cat. <laughs> That's true. I'm saying. Fair enough. Are I'll we lo- going to get a new intro made with a new cameo with a new celebrity? Who do you want? I mean, there's a lot of people so on cameo, man. There's so many people on because of the pandemic and celebrities don't know how to make their cocaine money. Uh, I like, you know, in, on sports shows, you'll get like the intros where it's like, hi, I'm this player from this team and you're listening to this. I don't like that. Like, I don't like the style of that. No, Daddy Longneck was legit. That was amazing. That style of intro. I watched that video the other day. He makes Great. porn now, Tyler. Oh. Oh, my God. See? He's living his best life, man. This it is makes the best sense that that's the part that like, his career arc gets in there. But, Jesus. Best case scenario. All right, Remchuk, what do you got? Bring it back. You can get Montel Jordan for 100 bucks. How's that? This is how oh, we do it, Tyler. This is how we do oh, it. Oh, you're Remchuk. Come on. Again, I, I don't have $100 for Montel Jordan. 
no, no, no. We'll find something. We'll do a GoFundMe or we'll tap into Bagno's only fans account. But we should get a new cool intro. If I have time to throw it together, I will get to work on it. I you need don't that. have to do it. We can work on it as a team. I just need to get your approval as the spiritual leader of this podcast. We can talk. You and the coyote. <laughs> doesn't say yes. But it's we, can talk. we can talk. <laughs> You're absolutely. <laughs> uh, Miko Koskinen. A lot of talk about Miko Koskinen recently. Uh, what are you guys expecting from from the big Finn this year? Like, is this a year where Miko Koskinen takes a big step forward and is the un, like number one goalie through and through, no concerns about it at all? Or is this going to be a year where it's Miko's good for four games, Miko's bad for a couple, so Smith comes in for four games, is good for a couple bad? Like, do you think it's going to be a back and forth year? Do you think it's going to be like Miko Koskinen takes charge? Depends how much he charges on Cameo and whether or not we can get him in the new intro. Yeah. I think that's the only answer that makes sense. If he's under $100, then we should probably just buy it and get Nico Koskinen to say something fun. But if not, then we'll have to find someone else. I can't imagine <laughs> two more placeholder and goalies than these two right now. I don't see a 1A. I don't see a 1B. I think they could both get hot and win and look major league. They could both go stone cold. Who the hell knows? Like, so Miko's like, it's compressed schedule. So I don't think Miko, it, well, this is just going off past because when we threw him to the Wolves uh, in his first season here in the tail end, he was playing every game and he just started declining uh, oh. versus the next season where he was doing the 50 50 role. He did, you know, put up decent numbers. Um, I don't know how that'll translate uh, into this, this season. I don't know. I don't know. How old is he now? 32, 33. Yeah. Yeah, around there. How many more seasons do we have him under contract for? Twelve. Ah, this year and next. Yeah. Um, the the beauty is, is we like we only need forty games out of him, and then Mike Smith can do the other sixteen. That's and true. If can, and if he can compete, if he can compete and do a nine seventeen save percentage, like he did last year, or nine sixteen, whatever he was, I think like if he does that, I think we should be happy. I That's can see Kotkinen going on a playoff run, and we think he's the new Rowley. Like, he has it in him. He does. No. He's gone on 10-game streaks, 15-game streaks in the past that make you go, holy shit, Miko's here. He just yeah. has, like a lot of goalies, he doesn't do it for 30 or 40 starts, right? He's not going to have, like, a Vesna-caliber season this year. But I think there's a you chance can't we get... Compare him, you can't compare him to Roly. Roly, literally, him and Pronger, we were sitting on their shoulders. No, no, but, like, like prior to knowing that Roly was Roly with a capital R, we knew he was a streaky-ass goalie. We just need him to streak at the right time, right? Yeah. Koskinen, I feel, maybe he doesn't have Roly-esque hearts and whatnot. Like, we haven't seen him be the shining guy we need him to be. I just think he may have it in him to go white hot for a playoff. I could see it. I honestly think we could. I think this could be a year we see Miko Koskinen take a big step forward and give us, like, 35 good starts. I'm fine. I I would agree with that. But I I would think it'd be a... like. He's like just a technically sound goalie, like very kind of just unfazed. So it seems like calm, like no kind of emotion or anything. He just kind of does goes through the movements of being a goalie and stops pucks. I wish you could see what Jay's doing of, right now. A byproduct of that. Um, How are you wearing I, your jacket right now? Isn't it boiling a little bit? No, no, it's fine. Oh, um, but I think um, I think this will also be a function of our defense and two way play. I think is going to be better this year as well because of some of the changes. So that is also going to give those guys and Miko a better chance to perform better. 
Thoughts? Fair. I think so. I think, I mean, obviously, I mean, a, a good goaltender can cover up for bad defense. Yeah. Uh, a bad defense, man. and Or, sorry, the other way around. A bad goalie can't really do... No. So it's a, it's a bit of a you know what I'm saying like it's so going to take both good of them. Up. Your defense yeah. might be so bad you have Vezina candidate you know who in net and it took until he went you know where to know how good he was. Yeah. I can't even bring yeah. myself to say it. We need we need like anti Niami level of goaltending that the Blackhawks have and have a version. Not saying the Chicago Blackhawks of 2010 yeah. or whatever year it was, but like a, a version of that that's led by Connor McDavid <laughs> and Leon Drysaddle in front of him. And you can go far. Yeah, I think that's a good way I to look at it, too. I was disturbed to read today on my Apple News that Connor McDavid has five years in the can of his career. It's <laughs> wild. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We, uh, we, can almost, we can almost pay $85 to find out what Riff Raff thinks. Yeah, this is Riff Raff. Connor McDavid has had an excellent career. You know? You listen to the Real Life Podcast. This is Riff Raff. Jody Harolo. Before we get uh, before we get into our friend Scott or get to our friend Scott Hastings from Odd Shark, I, I want to talk about it's fantasy hockey season coming up. I got my two big drafts in the next few days, uh, but there's something new, and I've always been a big fan of daily fantasy sports. But I understand sometimes why people stay away from DFS. It's you know putting in money onto a one night thing. New website, ownersbox.com. Drew Brees is an investor and spokesman, which is interesting. But it's, it's not daily fantasy sports. It's weekly fantasy sports. And I'm on the website right now, and this, this shit's interesting. Like, basically, you do a draft, and you're in a fantasy hockey league for a week. You could pick two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. And it's sort of like a short season of fantasy hockey where you're competing against the same guys in a league kind of thing. Uh, very interesting stuff. I'm on this site now. But anyways, tomorrow on Oilers Nation Radio, we're going to be getting into this a little bit more. So if you want to know more, about the new weekly fantasy sports site, ownerbox.com. Listen to ONR tomorrow. We'll have more on that. I think I think that's the good kind of in-between for fantasy hockey because the, yeah. the season-long grind of fantasy hockey, like, and, and for some, like, don't kid me, for some, it's like the best because there is so much going on on a daily basis and people love that. For mm-hmm. me, I don't have the time for it, so I stopped doing it. Um, but DFS, like like the actual like draft game One night's too random. One night's too random, so to get the thrill of of, of being in the game for a week long draft, the owner box stuff, I'm 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 actually I'm going to go back and try because I think because it's one more condensed, um, you feel more entertained, especially because if, if if you're getting your ass handed to you, you just know you'll reset next week as opposed to just yeah. like, well, I guess I got to wait till next season. Um, you get to hit the reset button a little quicker, so it keeps you kind of more engaged. So I'm going to give it a try to see if it can get me back in the mix. That ties in nicely with our guest this week, who is Scott Hastings from Oddshark. He joins us every single Thursday on the podcast from Oddshark.com. It's your spot for all the sports betting information that you need. NFL weekend coming up. They got a ton of stuff to help you be a smarter, better for NFL weekend. NHL season just around the corner. Their great staff of experts have a ton of NHL content ready to go. And there he is, Scott Hastings from Oddshark. How's it going, Scott? Hey, fellas. What's going on this week? What is going on? Um, I've been seeing... A lot of air fryer talk. Are you an air fryer guy, yeah. Scott? Yeah, yeah. I got one a few years ago. Yeah, welcome. Or I yeah. guess I'm the other one. Welcome, yeah, everybody, yeah, to the air fryer. You life. welcome, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Your Remchuk claims that he, he, he air fries by feel. He's got a good feel for it. He knows, yeah. he knows how to feel how, how long things need to be air fried for. 
I just usually go with the standard 30 minutes, and uh, usually that doesn't cause any too too many issues. 30 minutes? What are you air 30? frying? I don't know. Just, you know, you throw fries in there, you just let it go. 20 minutes. Wow. You guys got some super-duper air fryers? No, fry, no, fries are about, yeah, fries, I guess, are about a 20-minute process. I use mine for, like, a lot of leftovers. Leftover pizza, five yeah. minutes in the air fryer. I did leftover oh, potato no. skins, five minutes in there. Leftover oodle noodle, sponsor of the podcast. Uh, throw that in the air fryer. <laughs> but warming up. This is why we need a video of the podcast. You can see warming up, warming up old pizzas. Uh, that no, you got to eat cold pizza. Come no, on I did. I have a cold I pizza. Did, no. too, Scott. Oh, gross. I love cold pizza, but I had to try it, and I got to say, there's a nice little crispiness on the pizza. The cheese was it was it was nice, but I am a cold pizza guy myself. Yeah, that's where it's at. All right, so does uh, it resurrect the crust? Does the air fryer resurrect? The Does not. Yeah. I just, yeah. I gave it a, it gave it a nice warm kiss. Is what I did. Okay. <laughs> just a little. The crust is a write off the next day. Like, yeah. Speaking of uh, warming up, I am red hot in my bedding right now. Uh, two Ooh. weekends, two weekends out of three, I have hit my touchdown parlay where I or round robin. I've been going the Giles Gallant route. You know, where I'm picking yep. five guys to score a touchdown, throwing it on a round robin. I've gone five for five two of the last three weeks. In that other week, in the middle week, I went three for five. So I won a little bit of my money back. Um, Heck yeah. Yeah, so I'm loving doing that right now. Uh, do you ever do anything like that, Scott? You ever into like the touchdown oh, scores yeah. and all that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I usually uh, I usually just forget about it. And then it'll be like, oh, shoot, I should throw on some touchdown scores. <laughs> uh, I, I tend to go for the uh, the backup running back. Is uh, I love to pull that move. I nailed Cam, Cam Akers there. What was that? What just before he yeah, started to go on his four run? Weeks ago, five weeks I think, ago. Yeah, so they had played the the Dolphins the week before, and he got majority or split carries that game. And uh, I remember the announcer saying that they intend to use him a lot more going forward. He was plus four hundred the week after. I was like, well, I'll go with what they said and uh, a little sprinkle there, and we'll cash that. Looking at the wild card weekend coming up. Uh, like it, it's one of those things and I don't know, I, I'm guilty of this in the playoffs. I always look at the favorites and I have a tough time identifying an underdog who I think could surprise in the playoffs. I just always tend to lean towards favorites. Is there an underdog this week you like? Yeah, absolutely. The Titans love okay. them. Absolutely loved them. I think they went out right. I think they cruised to victory in this one. Baltimore, I, I'm not impressed. You went on a five game winning streak to close out the season, but two of those teams were the NFC East Another team was Cincinnati. Like, get out of town if you think that's impressing me. Uh, I just don't. I think the book is out on Lamar. And these these running quarterbacks, they have success early in their career, and then they get figured out, and then they have to rely on their throwing game. And his just isn't up to par. So, uh, no, I think Titans uh, I think Titans beat them pretty good. And I love the over in that one, too. What do you think of Ooh. my Buffalo Bills? Yeah, I like the Bills, of course. Stephon Diggs, Cole Beasley injuries do scare me a little bit. Yeah. And that Colts defense, I love Darius Leonard. Uh, I heard last week uh, in their broadcast that Darius Leonard only weighs 217 pounds. That blew me out of the water. Uh, how's a linebacker not yeah. 250? That doesn't make sense to me. Uh, I do like the Bills. The injuries concern me. Um, but yeah, that's where I sort of sit on that one. I saw that Beasley and Diggs both practice today, so I'm actually yeah. starting to think... That might be a bit of a smoke screen, but I'm hoping as someone who plans on betting on the Bills, 
Like the book I use had them, it's down to minus six now. I'm hoping that the injury news starts leading to some people putting money on the Colts. And I'm waiting out when to really put like a sizable bet on the Bills this weekend. Uh, sticking with the NFL, what what do you make of the Browns and Steelers? The fact that the Browns won't have Kevin Stefanski, like how much of an impact do you think that actually has on the outcome of that game? It's hard to say. You know, at least it's not Freddie Kitchens where you know that it will be. Actually, they do better. So uh, this is a little different situation. I do like the Browns to cover at six points. I... I almost, baby. I almost want to take them to win outright. Wow. In that game. Yes. I, I do. I there's something about this Pittsburgh team that I just They're sliding. They're going I, they're getting cold at the wrong time. There's that, but there just seems to be there's something wrong with them. And I don't mean even on the field. They're just there's something about them that they really, really don't look right. Yeah. I, I don't I can't put my finger on it. There's just something about them that even when they were winning games. They didn't. They never looked like the team that was just like that could roll through the season. It was always like they're bound to lose at some point, and they just kept winning games, which was really confusing to me. Uh, and then they sort of hit that wall, and it was like, okay, maybe they're not running the ball, or they're just not putting points up. But I just, I don't know. I can't put my finger on it, but they don't look right to me. Hmm. Oh, that that's an interesting one. Music to my ears. Oh, I am with you, you, Pittsburgh. Is not what we think they are right now. Mm-hmm. And um, yes, go Browns. Next time we talk, their defense is nasty, though. Sorry, yeah. the defense is nasty, and that's what keeps them alive. So it's they're a tough one to bet against because they could just shut the Browns down and you know game over. But I don't know; it's gonna be a fun one. That should be a great. That'll be a great, a great sort of uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's the last game. I don't know what the word is. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Finale. Yeah, finale. There we go. Jeez, yeah, how yeah. did I? Hey, it's only the finale if they lose. That, but I meant for the well, wild card weekend. Like it'll yeah. be a great finale for wild card weekend oh, to have that as yeah, the yeah, six yeah. out of gotcha. or yeah, six out of six games. Uh, let's talk a little NHL because next time we do uh, we do chat, Scott, we'll have <laughs> hockey games that have already happened. Hey. Season's less than a week away. Uh, what, today, what I what I want to talk about is some of the uh, regular season point totals for teams. You know, you can do the over unders. Jay and I, last time we did the podcast, we're talking about how we think Ottawa might be a little bit almost undervalued here. I think they're not getting enough respect from a lot of people who just go, ah, they're coming last. Don't don't worry about them. I think they're going to be a scrappy team. But is there when you look at the season coming up, is there a team who you think is maybe getting a little undervalued here? Yeah, well, I think to touch on Ottawa there, I, I paying 100 to 1 for them to win the Cup, it, it's, <laughs> it's worth a sprinkle. It really is because... I, I think I mentioned when we talked about hockey, I don't know, two or three weeks ago, we were just sort of touching on it briefly. And, and I even said that team last year was a team that nobody went into Ottawa comfortably. You know, they they lost a lot of games, sure. They finished in the towards the basement. But they were in games. They were tough. They were tough. Uh, and a lot of that was Craig Anderson standing on his head. Thomas Shabbat is absolutely unreal in the back end. Uh, you know, big thing there is, is can Matt Murray – find what he had in Pittsburgh and can these young players sort of keep it up for 60 games or 56 games, whatever it is. Can they keep up the the tempo? Cause you know, Stutzel and, and Jake Sanderson and these young guns, if they can come in and be impact players uh, in the shortened season, they're, they're tricky. Yeah. They're tricky. And with so many back to backs and things like that, like I think a lot of teams, if they're playing three and four, 
And even if, like, I think they could get a lot of backup goaltenders and things like that, which make it a lot easier to obviously surprise a team. Uh, The other thing I wanted to ask you about was a couple of the major award winners and the odds we're seeing on that. But before we get to that, the book I'm using, Jay, they have Yeso Puyi goal totals for the year. I get the over. Over eight and a half is paying plus 125. Uh, I think that's, I, I think he'll do that. Give it to me. I mean, Scott, I'm looking at that, and his Puljujarvi is a guy who could find his way into the top six at some point. And I know it's mm-hmm. only a 56 game season, but you're going to give me a guy with that much natural talent, and you're going to pay me plus 125 for over over eight and a half goals, like nine goals. If he gets hot for two weeks, he'll almost finish that, right? Yeah, yeah, a goal every seven games. You know that that definitely seems doable, especially if he does get some power play time or or slides up and down the lineup if there's injuries or whatnot. Uh, yeah, you know, especially the plus option. That's definitely yeah. intriguing. Uh, looking at the major awards, Connor McDavid is the favorite to win the Art Ross at plus 320. McKinnon is second at plus 520. Drysaddle third at plus 600. For the Hart Trophy, McDavid favorite, he's plus 450. McKinnon's at plus 550. Austin Matthews at plus 800. And uh, Matthews also the favorite to win the Rocket Richard. Omo, I mean, plus 450, then Ovi's at plus 620. Those are the odds I'm looking at at least. I hit, I hit Ovi on it because how could you not? Scott, when you yeah. look at those major awards, what what do you like? Yeah, I was disappointed to see Austin as the favorite for Rocket Richard. He was the one I was eyeballing. It's, uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I had a friendly bet at, at the office that he was going to get 50 last year and uh, wouldn't be finished with 41, 42, yeah. and then the season ended. I think he was he was right on that. We were even, uh, I believe, Jill uh, and Ian might have had a bet that he would get to 60 uh, at the midway point through the season. And, and I think I... I think he was on pace for it at one point and then was sort of slated in around that 56 goal mark. Uh, so I'm disappointed that he's the favorite because I, I really like that. Um, you know, the, the, the Calder Trophy is the one that really interests me. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of, lot of interesting Stutzel, you know, he's sitting at uh, plus 900 is oh. one that I, I like. The one that really stands out to me, and I'm not sure where he's going to fit in the lineup or if he's even going to make the team. But that's Bowen Byram at thir- plus thirty five hundred. You know th- that. Yeah, I thought he was incredible with Canada. You know they're coming off Kale McCarr, who just won the Calder, another great uh, stud defenseman with Colorado. So if he is in that lineup and he plays any sort of role, plus thirty five hundred is very intriguing to me. Um, you know, I, I think Art Ross, Connor McDavid. That's uh, if he uh, again, assuming he's healthy. Hart uh, Trophy. I was leaning towards Nathan McKinnon. Yeah, uh, I think he's due. He's he's been right there the last two years. Was it last year that he had the most first place votes to not win the award? I think so. Or was that the year before? Yeah, w- one of the two that he had the most first place votes without getting the award. So uh, one of these days he's going to break through. I was uh, I, I was looking at something here, and I feel like I made a bit of a betting mistake. So I took Uh-oh. Connor McDavid. <laughs> I took Connor McDavid to get over eighty one and a half points. That's what the book had his over under at. And that's over 81 and a half paying minus 114. So pretty much whatever you'd get for a normal, you know, pick them. But uh, I then looked and he's plus 320 to in the win the Art Ross. Should I just cash out right now? Because I'd lose like whatever, five bucks on it if I cash it out. Should I cash out that bet on over 81 and a half and just put all that money on Art Ross? Because let's be real. If McDavid puts up 85 points, is anyone doing better than that? Like, I feel like if he hits that over, he's a lock to win the Art Ross. So I should just take the better payout. Yeah, that's a that's a really high line too. Um, yeah. Eighty-one and a half. Yeah. 
So that's almost a point and a half per game, right? Around there, so which point, is what he's kind per, of done recently, but. Yeah. So it's about 1.3 points per game. Nobody else is going to put up numbers like that. You know, you could argue that Leon Dreisaitl because he's Could've. right there with him and, and whatnot. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I would, I would go for the, the plus option on that one because I, I think if he's healthy, he's, he's rolling. The other one that I think is sneaky for that one. And I think back to the last shortened season, uh, what was that? 2013. Yeah. Um, and Marty St. Louis was the Art Ross winner that year. And I think about a guy like a Sidney Crosby in a shortened season, could he cause some damage? He's probably plus 2,000-ish. I have it up here. Uh, Art Ross, Sidney Crosby, plus 2,400. So a guy like that where it's such a shortened season and he obviously still has the talent, I, I you know, I sort of look for those long shots. I, I would place a full unit bet on a guy like Economic McDavid, and then I look for a little more value where I might sprinkle a quarter unit just to uh, – just for a little fun. And, and to that point, I, I was thinking about the major award winners is the Norris. And I think, again, this might be a homer pick, but Morgan Riley plus 2,500. Two years ago when he was healthy, remember he was off to a, a tremendous start and then he got hurt. And then he was in the talk for the Norris trophy two years ago. He got hurt. That sort of busted that one. And then last year he was dealing with injuries all year. I think with TJ Brody uh, flanking him, uh, plus 2,500 is really, really intriguing, especially in that Northern division where Toronto is the favorite and, and should have yeah. some pretty uh, favorable matchups. Let's just say that. Seth Jones at plus 2,100 interests me on the Norris too. I, I think Jones is a guy who for a few years now, I've been kind of beating the drum of this guy needs to be getting more Norris love than he is. And in a shortened yeah. season, he could easily take that step forward. Yeah, yeah. He was the other one I was looking at. He's a... He's, he's an absolute stud. And, and I remember, uh, of course, he went against Nathan McKinnon in the, the, the Mem Cup there. Yeah. I think that was 2013 as well. And there was so much talk of which one would go first overall. And uh, my local Halifax Mooseheads uh, <laughs> put a pound in on the Portland Winterhawks. And uh, Seth dropped to four and Nathan went number one. So there there she goes. That was a good Mem Cup by McKinnon. That God, that was so good. He he deserved to be number one that whole season. But yeah, I just had that yeah. drop off and Seth shot up. I was like, what yeah. the hell? And then I'm with, like, sure as shit, he proved himself in the Mem Cup when it mattered. With, with Jonathan Drouin, too. The Drouin, the I, in, when he was in junior, he just saw the ice so well. And you couldn't take the puck from him. So he mm-hmm. just stick handles through everyone. And then Nasty Nate would just be sitting there wide open. Dish over. Yeah, next one. Let's go. Yeah. And Ehlers I, was on that team too, right? No, Ehlers came out. Oh, he came, he came the, Mar- the year oh, out. My, my boy yeah. Martin Furk. He could shoot. Marty Furk. Yes, yeah. They're, they're starting five. Three of them now play in the NHL. That would be Nathan McKinnon, Jonathan Duran, Marty Furk, and Conrad Albertshauser, which was their number one defense. He was drafted by San Jose, but he's playing over in Europe. But uh, that team was uh, pretty good. I think they had a. I don't remember how many games they played, 68. So I think their record was something around 59, 6, and 3. Or it was 58, it was, 6, it and was 4. It was incredible. Oh, I was, uh, I was yeah. in the realm there. I, I do recall they played uh, uh, St. John one time, and, and Jonathan Huberdeau was on that team. And uh, they beat St. John 13 to 2, but the two goals were Jonathan Huberdeau. So huh. there you go. All right. I, I, uh, to, to go back to the to the Norris talk, one person I think we have to mention, just so we look like we know what we're talking about, yeah. is Miro Haskinen. 
Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Plus 1700. What he did yep. in the bubble was real impressive. So, like he's going to get my attention. I don't mind and that. And no disrespect to Victor Hedman. You know, no, he's he's okay. <laughs> but the juice he's you know, fantastic, but I'm I'm betting to make money. Like the juice yeah. isn't worth like a season long bet. May as well. But I, these these are those bets you don't like you throw 20, 30, 40, Great. 50. Like, something that isn't going to like break the bank and just like forget that you did it and then all of a sudden like one of them's on fire. Oh shit! That's my horse. He's paying. Like, <laughs> like you don't yeah. care to make like plus money. Yeah, yeah. Well, of course, making plus money is the best. But on a long term bet like that, I think it's yeah. worthy to make the 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 higher uh, like premium picks. Take a risk. Yeah, yeah. Take the Norris, I believe, is the the toughest one this year. There's so many great candidates. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, Scott. A little bit of QMJHL talk. I don't mind that at all. Yeah. I appreciate <laughs> you giving us some time here. Excited to talk more hockey throughout the season with you. Oh yeah, and uh, have a good weekend. Good luck. Well, what about our back. football picks? Are we are we still doing picks? I thought we wrapped Heck that yeah. up. Okay, sorry. Oh no, come on, it's playoffs, baby. Okay, let I me. Need, I need. I really need Scott's advice because I'm gonna because because the season's went uh, winding down. This is where I get real aggressive. So okay. yeah, that's I'm, great. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna play some big bets. All right, I don't, <laughs> Scott. I'm gonna put you on the spot with this. Could you give us three picks, or do you just want to do one a week for the playoffs? No, yeah, whatever. Well, I guess eventually there won't be three games. Yeah, so, I guess. Uh, that'll be difficult. I'll, I'll make three picks on the same game. You become a prop <laughs> option. Uh, um, all right, so uh, we'll let you go first, Scott. Where, where are you feeling? What are you liking this weekend? Yeah, okay. Well, I, I, I said Tennessee. I, that's that's my bet of the weekend. I, I really like them. So you can take them plus three, but I like them outright. Um, I'm leaning towards the under in the Buffalo Colts game. I think, I think the Bills defense might cause some issues for Phil Rivers and the crew. And I, I really like the Colts defense. So I, I like the Bills to win, but I like the under 51 and a half. And I guess we'll go with the, the, the Saints here. I just don't have a lot of love for the Bears. And uh, I think Alvin Kamara will play. Uh, so they're getting 10 or they're giving up 10. And that, that might be too much, but uh, we'll go with it. All right, New Orleans minus 10. Uh, I'm just going to jump out right now. I'm taking Buffalo minus six. Shocker. That, that, that's my pick. Got to stay loyal to the Bills here. And uh, honestly, I just think it's a smart bet. I think they're going to be able to win by a touchdown. I don't trust Phillip Rivers in a playoff game. I trust my boy yep. Josh Allen a lot more. So I'm going Buffalo minus six. Uh, Jay, bag milk. One of you guys got one quickly? Well, Casey isn't playing this week on bag milk, so you're in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bet. Uh, you know what? Despite what Scott said earlier, I'm going to bet against the Browns. Steelers. Ooh. Oh, yes. Excellent. So I can fade bag milk. There we I go. Am, I have to give everyone a warning. Ring the alarm bell. I am betting with my heart this weekend. I'm advising you to go uh, Cleveland plus six. I'm personally going to hammer uh, Cleveland money line. I think after here talking to you, Scott, I'm going to go Tennessee Cleveland parlay paid plus 713. Maybe alt line here minus minus three Tennessee minus three Cleveland. Ooh, oh yeah, <laughs> just, get, get, just oh, getting some crazy stuff go, in here. Last go year. real deep, like yeah. I put a hundred. I lay a hundred bucks down. I could be a hundred and thirteen dollars richer. There we go. What is that? You know, hat juicy. That's so, so if you go Browns, hats. Browns minus three and a half, and if you were to parlay that with Titans minus three and a half. That's plus thirteen fifty five. I'm not that go. greedy. That's too much, Perfect. too risky. 
parlay with Seth Jones, you'll be laughing. Yeah, you'll you'll put a down payment on a house with that kind no, of win. With, I'm going to go with Haskinen. Haskinen, yeah, no. yeah. Oh, there you go, yeah. All yeah. right. Well, now we can wrap things up. Scott, appreciate your time as always. All righty. Take care, fellas. All right, that's Scott Hastings from oddtruck.com. Check them out. They got everything you need. They got their supercomputer. They got all the lines. You can shop around as well. They have uh, books you can trust and what the bonuses are, all that stuff. Oddtruck.com. Check them out. And uh, while you got your web browser open, go check out our friends at Twig and Berries as well. No judgment, no shaming, no fancy words, just (laughs) real men. They got a great outdoor rink line. Uh, It comes with a toque. Uh, They got shirts that just say ODR. They look really cool. Uh, So check out our friends at twigandberries.com. CA and uh, while you're at it use the promo code nation 15 you'll get yourself 15% off before we go I just want to tell you about two more bets I just placed yep Jesse Pooley RV I hit him at over eight and a half I also hit him at over 18 and a half points at plus 105 oh that's a great bet too I think Ooh, I think could you par- can you parlay the two it wouldn't let me parlay no I don't think oh. you can parlay that. Um, I think I also, uh, I, I'm looking at the Ottawa playoff bet right now. They have it locked. You can't even make the bet. I think they're going to change the line. I think a lot of people are thinking Ottawa's got a chance, and they have to address that. I also bet on Ryan Nugent Hopkins going over 50.5 points. I can see that too. 50.5. What's Power that play? That, that would be like a... Just under a point a game. Just under a point a no, game. No, no, but what's that paying? Like oh, plus. minus 114. Ooh. Minus 114, that's standard uh, for an over-under uh, or close to it. Well, like, what's, what's new John Average, though? He's normally like he's normally like a 60-point guy in an 82-game season, right? If this was last season, he would hit the over on this bet. Okay. Yeah. I, again, like yeah, power play and play with McDavid. He should be able to do that. Oh, yeah. And, his, and now his line mates are good. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't mind that bet at all with uh, with one Ryan Nugent Hopkins. All right. Yeah. We're going to be uh, – I'm going to set up. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get, like, 10 over-unders for the Oilers season for us. Get some player points. Get, like, Nico Koskinen's save percentage over-under this. Mike Smith total starts. How many points the Oilers will get as a team. All that stuff. Longest I Oilers win streak. That might be a good one, too. Um, so, we're, we're going to do a bunch of predictions on Monday. That'll be Monday's episode. And then Wednesday – the return of the Oilers Nation pregame podcast. I'll have that up and ready to go. Tuesday, we're going to have our stream as well. State of the Nation, as we always do. Tons of stuff going on around the nation. Hockey's back. It feels good. I would like to plug State of the Nation. I was a commenter on the last episode. I don't know if you noticed. And I had a really good time. The comment section's always good. It was good. Avery came in there. Obviously, Donaire's quickly came uh, top of the conversation, which I always love. Have to. Have to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's good. Good stuff. All right. You can tune into that. It's uh, live on twitch.tv slash official Oilers Nation. And I think this week we might even be live on Twitter and YouTube as well. So it'll be kind of live everywhere starting uh, next week for the season. So there we go. Less than a week away from NHL hockey. It's going to be a ton of fun. This has been episode 245 of the Real Life Podcast brought to you by Oodle Noodle. Talk to you on Monday. I hate to break the fishing news. That's the intro. Great job on making it through the entire hour of the Real Life Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.